Lights will be up in lights on Broadway. Come, the eighth wonder of the world! movies were made. Adventure to make you wonder if it's true while your eyes convince you that it is. Truly the thrill of thrills. Don't miss it this time. Classic Movie Nights with Sean and Anna. I'm Sean. I'm Anna. And we're married. Yes. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> every week we uh, watch a classic movie and we talk about it. And the movie of the week this week was Kong, King Kong, 1933. Mm-hmm. And um, to go along with the release of the new movie, Kong Skull Island, which we both saw already. Right, we saw a pre-screening. Anna has some strong feelings about the new movie. Um, no, I wouldn't say strong. I just I enjoyed watching it, but I it definitely was not my favorite. Um, I liked the the I liked the way King Kong looks in it, and you get to see him a lot, and it's just really fun that way. But as far as like the plot and characters, there's really not much to it. Um, it's very predictable. So now, what one thing with watching, um, watching the new one and watching the nineteen thirty three one, which we just watched, what did you think about how large of scale he has grown over the course of these movies? Like, I is was, that is I that, was thinking about that a little bit, and I like it. I like that he is growing that, and getting bigger. That he's just a giant now. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, my my quick thoughts on the new release, which I mentioned to Anna, but I I felt like I, I liked it the same way I like Jurassic World is what I told her, which is basically a fun popcorn movie. Right. You know, some awesome action scenes. Except I disagree with that because I love Jurassic World. Yeah, but Anna Anna has an established love for the Jurassic Park. Jurassic World series, so yeah. so there's a bit of bias there, but I that's do, okay. I do love Jurassic Park and all that it entails. See, 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 this movie for me falls in line with the same kind of things as like Jurassic World with the dinosaurs fighting, or uh, like even like a movie like Pacific Rim where you have the giant robots fighting the monsters. You know what I mean? I've Go- never Godzilla. seen that, but I know what you. You mean. never seen Pacific Rim? No. I don't know when I watched it, but I watched it at some point without you, I guess. I think you saw it with Jose. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> you probably didn't care. Um, anyway, so, yeah, a couple quick thoughts on the new movie. Uh, <laughs> as Anna keeps turning on and off our Xbox <laughs> with her elbow accidentally. Um, it's kind of a tight fit where we're recording right now, but that's fine. 
Um, King Kong, 1933. A film crew goes to a tropical island for an exotic location shoot and discovers a colossal, a colossal giant gorilla who takes a shine to their female blonde star. He is then captured and brought back to New York City for public exhibition. Is he holding her upside down in the poster? No, in the picture they have on IMDb, she's like sitting in his hand. He's holding a plane in his right hand and holding her in oh, his okay, left hand. Oh, okay, I see it. I see it. Um, the movie, uncreditedly directed by Marion C. Cooper and Ernest B. Shudas, or Shudsack. Uh, How do you say that name? Yeah, I'd go with Shudsack. Shudsack. <laughs> um, both of them uncredited. Uh, the movie credits looks like uh, Edgar Wallace as the main kind of creator of the movie. So, I'm not sure. Shoot, Zach. <laughs> it stars <laughs> Faye Ray as Anne Darrow. Right, and I've heard her name before, but now I can put a face to it. Uh, Robert Armstrong as Carl Denham and Bruce Cabot as John Driscoll. Right? Right. What John. else has a uh, uh, Faye Ray? I wonder what looks like she's most famous for King Kong, but she was also in the Most Dangerous Game, the Mystery, the Wax Museum, the Vampire Bat. She had she she had a very strong 1933. Anna. Yes, she did. <laughs> yes, she did. Um, let's see. So I guess we just jump into the movie, right? Sure. Sure. Um, so the, fir- the the movie starts off with a pretty solid about four to five minute long overture, which uh, was my favorite part of the whole movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't understand. I mean, I guess it's just – it's that's just what they did before like opening attractions back in the day. They just had like a five minute long like, okay, people, it's time to sit down and quiet. I think that's basically what that is, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um sorry, I was just looking at I was looking at my recording software for a second. I didn't think that would be recording, but we're good. Um Boarding Okay, so the movie starts off with the with the director, the director within the movie, who's going to the island to direct this movie, showing up to the ship, asking if it's a, if it's the motion picture ship. Mm-hmm. It appears to be in the middle of the night. It looks really late. It does, yeah. <laughs> Pitch black, but he's just walking out of the shadows. Um. So yeah, it turns out to be the motion picture ship, and then he um, he's like. I don't have a leading lady for this movie. <laughs> yeah, talk right? about last minute planning. Yeah. They're, no, he does. He. It sounds like he was depending on the captain to get a girl or something. It which makes sense. 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 Does it? Yeah, if you're directing a movie, typically... You want the ship's captain yeah, to just like trap a girl for you. Well, <laughs> wait, 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 let's say you're filming a normal movie in Hollywood, right? Typically, you'd ask your Uber driver to find your cast for you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so it all makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, perfect sense. Ship captain, Uber drivers, that's what they do. Yeah. So, but in either case, the captain didn't do his job in finding this uh, actress for him. 
<laughs> so, so, um, so the director had to go on the town. First place he goes is to the, um, to like the women's shelter. Yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> and it was sad too, because it was like, just our homeless situation has definitely changed over the years. This was just like normal average Joe women that just needed some food and a place to stay. Yeah. They seem pretty psyched about it. They just were normal, though. Yeah, it was like, normal. they looked like they had jobs during the day and stuff, and they're just like, well, what are they serving? Um, <laughs> so, but he ends up, um, he ends up bumping into, to Anne. Yeah, who's stealing an apple. Who's stealing an apple. So typical of her. Now, he threw down a whole dollar for that apple. He said, here's a buck. He we, did? Yeah. Oh. And the guy took that buck, he's like, cool. Yeah, because now that's like... What, 50? I don't know what the exchange rate <laughs> was, but back in 1933, paying a dollar for an apple. Um, so he uh, he kidnaps the girl. Yeah. <laughs> She's basically just like hugging him, or he's hugging her after he saves her, and she just looks up and doesn't say anything, and he just says, come on, let's go, or something. And, and like pulls her hurts away. her out of the frame. Out of the frame. <laughs> and scene. Yeah, he and just then, like corrals her to the diner <laughs> like a sheepdog. <laughs> yeah, and then so so next scene opens up with them uh, sitting in the in the diner, mm-hmm. and she's confused. She's like, "What's going on?" And he's like, "Just trust me." And yeah. she's like, "Who are you?" He's like, "Don't worry about it. you. You should know who I am, right?" And he tells her he tells her his name. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, uh, she recognizes the name, Cause, right?" Because he directs like he. He's known for going out to, into jungles and making movies and stuff like that. Right. But, um, but yeah, what did you think of that interaction? Um, do you remember it, really? I do. I thought it was hilarious, and it made me laugh. Um, because, basically, she's asking him all these questions about the job, and he's like, just trust me. Nothing fishy here. <laughs> like... Um, you know, just come on this boat with me. I won't even tell you where we're going, but we leave at six in the morning. I mean, realistically, though, Anna, if you put yourself in her shoes and that was to happen, I probably would run away. <laughs> I think that you'd probably be like, this seems like it's on the up and up. The only information he actually gave her was we're leaving at six in the morning. Yes. This is who I am. Yes. And you're coming. Yeah. You got, you're hired. <laughs> She did great at her uh, at her audition. You get lots of money. <laughs> Come with me, and you'll have lots of money and stuff. And she's scared to go for a second, but when he's like, "Don't worry, nothing funny," this, she's like, oh, "Okay, cool." Th- this is the line that got her to be like, "Okay, cool." He says, "Trust me, and keep your chin up." Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "Sold. I'll take the job." <laughs> oh, Anne. <laughs> oh, Anne. And then so basically just um cuts to them on the ship. Right, Anna? Yep. Anna. Anna's playing with the cat right now. Oh great. We're being attacked by the cat. My sweater's being attacked by the cat. She just jumped up by the Xbox and I had to get her down. Um So on the boat. Where if there's one thing I learned from this whole movie, Anna, one thing that they repeatedly said on the boat was that women are a bother. Oh, my God. I now know this. They're so sexist. 
<laughs> and they, they don't even have like the Pirates of the Caribbean thing where it's just bad luck to have a woman. No, they have to make it personal and just be like, no, all women are terrible and we don't want you around. <laughs> he even tells her to go below deck. And she's like, what, for the whole trip? <laughs> yeah. So, like she really says that. Yeah. And he's just like, well, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, this is also where, uh, you know, we meet the crew or the important part of the crew, right? There's the captain who doesn't know where he's going. Mm-hmm. And they're out at sea, but he still doesn't know where they're headed until the director shows him a random map that he got in Singapore three years before that. Right. Saying, this is where we're going. Mm-hmm. And the captain's like, let me check my map to see if this island's there. He's like, no, it's not on your map. Trust me. <laughs> There's a lot of trusting going on with the director in this movie. Yeah. But people seem to trust him, so. Well, he's made movies before, yeah. so he does have credit. And uh, we also meet the very, uh, the very um, stereotypical uh, quote-unquote China man. Oh, yeah, I had mixed feelings about that. He's the cook. Was he? <laughs> I mean, I saw him peeling potatoes at some point, but I kind of figured it was just because he was the lowest member of the crew. Honestly, though, his character, I mean, he he wasn't as um, stereotypical as I thought that he would be once I saw him. Right. Like, it wasn't that bad. And then uh, we also meet the monkey. The little monkey that we see for one shot. Iggy. Iggy. Iggy the monkey. Yeah, his name was Iggy. Who's just random. There's some random monkey on this boat. Well, I think it was supposed to be like a, hey, you're watching King Kong, kind of like foreshadowing, you know, the monkey liked her. The, yeah, that's true. The monkey <laughs> did like her. Um, so they're on the boat, and then um, it's I, ha- huh? I wanted to say I actually felt bad for that monkey. He looked pretty sad. <laughs> <laughs> did he? Yeah. I really didn't notice. Um, let's see. So it's time to shoot a scene, right? You got your actress, you got your director. Let's shoot a scene. Well, at first he did her like, uh, what's it called when they do like a screening of the actress? What do you mean, like a like a screen test? Yeah, they were doing a screen test first, it, I think. Is that what they were doing on the boat? Yeah, when it was just her. When he was like, turn, turn, turn your head and scream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then okay. The actor said. Uh, what does he think she's really going to see? <laughs> I, that line got I, me. I, I like how there's just three guys holding onto a ladder on one of the like the steam stacks or whatever it is. And they're just like piled on top of each other watching this scene. Yeah. Holding on a ladder in the air. Were they? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're just casually like basically like sitting on each other's heads holding onto this ladder. I didn't even notice. <laughs> I guess I was kind of Com- into it at that co- point. Co- commenting on, on what was going on. Yeah. And um, here's a question that Anna had while we were watching the movie. Did they have bras back then? Oh my gosh, <laughs> she does not wear a bra once in the movie. I think. I think no, she was- she 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 was earlier, like when when uh when he la- found la- her. later 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 she was later in the movie. Was she, was, she? she was definitely wearing something that was holding holding her breasts there. So, <laughs> but yeah, like, like like there's a chunk of the movie where she's obviously not wearing a bra. Yeah, like the whole island. The entire... Like once she gets on the ship and then the entire time they're on the island, she's not wearing a bra. Which, it kind of uh, surprised yeah. me because you can see her nipples and stuff. 
No, the, like the, pretty clearly. No, that, that's what I'm talking about. Later on in the island, she's obviously wearing something because yeah. because her clothes like get ripped off. And most of the time when they're on the ship, she no, I know on the them. island later on. Yeah, when like Kong is like tickling her clothes off. Oh my gosh, yes. But <laughs> we'll get there. Um, <laughs> and then um, they arrive at the island. Right, you know, you see the island off in the distance, you see the cool little skull thing, and they see the big wall. Like, there it is, the director was right. We should, we are right to trust them. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, they go on board and they, or they go onto the island, like, part of the crew, like 16 people or something. And they sneak up and they notice the natives looking like they're performing some sort of ceremony. Yeah, they're obviously, like, dressing up the girl to be a sacrifice. Yeah, uh, one of the native girls. And then uh, the director's like, let me get a shot. Let me let me sneakily get a shot before they notice us. So he grabs his camera, and he walks about five feet out right into the wide open space. <laughs> uh, they saw us. <laughs> he wasn't very sneaky about that, but hey, it's what he does. So who am I to say? Uh, what do you think about the interaction with uh, with them and the natives? I enjoyed that part. Another thing I learned, although I, I thought it was weird that um that the guy just happened to speak their language, even though it's a lost it's, it's island, a lost remote <laughs> island, and the captain spoke their language. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say. I thought six of their women were one blonde woman. I thought he said men. No, he said women. I thought that that was a fair trade. Six natives for one blonde. Jeez, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) That's six for one, Anna. I mean, for them, a blonde woman is like, what? In the United States, though, they're a dime a dozen. (laughs) 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 I'm just messing around. Well, I'll um, try and get you a native woman sometime, I guess. <laughs> um, anyway, so obviously they turned them down, right? They're yeah. like, no, we're not cool with this whole uh, trading situation. Yeah. So we're going to go back on the boat. and But but they're planning on coming back the next day. Yeah. I like how he just like tipped his hat forward and started whistling as they walked yeah. away. I mean, what else do you do in that situation? <laughs> Casual whistle and... Uh, you know just walk off and then um what does it do it cuts uh it goes to them at night and um this is where we find out that the ship dude i um which one would he be uh, the actor yeah who's that it's driscoll john driscoll he's the actor john no that's the character john driscoll is the character we find out that john loves her Right. Yeah. Just as it seemed like that came out of nowhere. Yeah, he's like what did he say? Um <laughs> I uh He says, uh I suppose I love I you. I suppose I love you. <laughs> yeah. They're just having some random conversation and all of a sudden he's like, I suppose I love you. And I don't don't suppose you have feelings like or you think something like that. Yeah. And then And uh, then they make out. Yeah, so this movie along with the newer Kong keeping on the, the tradition of great character development. 
Yeah. What did she say? Oh, yes. As they passionately kiss and make out? Yeah, for a second. And then he gets called off. Yeah, so that the savages can and then carry her away. The savages? Well. Let's call them natives, Anna. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> the savages. Well, they're doing like human sacrifices. Hey, That's a little hey, bit savage. If you had a 25-foot ape knocking on your door, you might do some sacrifices too. Just like sacrifice my sister. <laughs> <laughs> um, no way. So, so the natives sneak onto the ship and they take Anne. At this point, I, I didn't even register her name yet. So my notes, I wrote, they take the girl. Oh. And then well, they I said, remembered her name from, from the uh, James. Is, who does who? <laughs> oh what are you trying to think of? The Peter Jackson. I was trying to say. The oh, Peter, the, the Peter Jackson Peter version. Jackson the 2005 version. Peter Jackson version. Yeah, which I will always love. Um, yeah, I just remember the names really well because of that movie. Yeah. Um, so they sneak onto the ship, take her. I mean, after he walks off, the natives. And, um, the, the people on the boat go into panic trying to find her, right? They realize she's gone because the Chinese cook finds the, finds one of their necklaces on the ground. Right, which could be it, he just interest in instantly thinks that that's that means they've been on the ship, and like any one of them could have like grabbed one of those and brought yeah, it I guess board. so. That's something I didn't really think about. Like <laughs> it makes sense. I mean, you find this bone necklace on your ship. That's yeah. one conclusion to jump to that somebody was there. But you're right. Somebody, somebody could have maybe saw it hanging out in a bush or something while they were there. Like yeah, you know. Um, but instantly, it spreads panic. So they realize Anne's gone, and they came and took her, and so they start heading back to the island where we see the ceremony going on, where they're prepping her for sacrifice, mm-hmm. right? And then um, that whole scene happens. They're running on the beach with guns and stuff, but by this time it's too late, and then that's where we are introduced to Kong. Right. Plato. Plato. <laughs> Pretty sure it was like a clay figure. I Not think quite Plato, but I don't know what he was made out of. It was like them, part puppet and part puppet and part human in a costume. I don't know if the there was any human in for the close ups. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, definitely. Maybe. That was like a guy in a suit. But I mean the close ups, a lot of those close ups were like the face moving all odd and stuff. So that was still probably just... I'm talking about like just the headshots where it was like just his head. Yeah, that's what I'm saying too. Like mm-hmm. like whenever it showed his face, his lips and oh, eyes true. and stuff would be moving all kind of glitchy. Like I think that those were clay too. Or some sort of animatronic situation. Yeah. You know. But um, honestly, I mean for 1933, I wasn't expecting much. I don't remember. I've seen clips from this movie, but I don't know if I ever watched the whole thing. So I've seen the, you know, I've seen Kong in motion before, but to see it through the whole movie, I, I, I could imagine watching that movie in 1933 and my mind being blown. Yeah, me you know? too. But, um, so we're introduced to Kong and I like how he like, he neatly 
takes off the straps that mm-hmm. she's tied on. She, she she's like strapped up between these two posts, and he like neatly unties her. Mm-hmm. Right, she doesn't just like rip her off of it or something. He's like untying the rope on each side and taking his time. Yeah, he <laughs> is more animalistic in this, I think, than well, animalistic isn't the right word, but he's harder to connect with than in any of the newer movies because he's it's harder to read his facial expressions and stuff yeah they couldn't they couldn't quite obviously they i I think they did a pretty good job but they couldn't quite get there yeah to where they wanted to really portray the emotions that he was showing and stuff you're able to obviously tell some but right it's all body language for the most part a lot of body language and you could definitely tell that there's times where he's almost seemed a bit confused and whatnot but yeah and um so there's the kong ceremony ceremony uh introduction to kong and then the hunt for kong as i wrote in my notes as he takes her off into the off into the jungle and the crew goes in after her we saw this is where we get some uh pretty awesome awesome fight scenes right and some special effects and stuff right (laughs) what was your favorite part of this sequence where he's just like killing all the animals for half an hour what about what about them? What what about the people? Oh, when he killed the people first. Well, well, well no, like uh, like the group of people who are looking for Anne, they come across the what what was that a stegosaurus? Right. They come across a stegosaurus, and the reaction to this is, kill what, it. What is that <laughs> first? Yeah. They have no idea what a dinosaur is. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> I I remember at that part thinking like, how dumb are people in the 1930s? <laughs> Public education system was horrible back then, apparently. But um, and all the dinosaurs that were that are known to be like uh to only eat like leaves and like veg veg herbivores herbivores. There you go. All of them are very aggressive in this movie. Yeah. Well, I th- I was thinking that maybe they didn't know that um, I can't remember if it's called an Allosaurus or a Bronchiosaurus, but the long necks, yeah, those are definitely not meat eaters. But it occurred to me that they may not have known that in the 1930s. Yeah, possibly. I have so, no idea when they found out. But I liked how I liked how it was like Nessie first in the water, and then it all of a sudden was like I think it is called a Bronchiosaurus. Yeah. Um. Sounds right to me, but I don't know. I was really into dinosaurs as a we kid. We don't have any fact checkers here. So. <laughs> it's part of the reason I like Jurassic Park. I am the fact checker, but I'm not going <laughs> to fact check that. I thought it, I, I thought at first it was like a Loch Ness monster type of thing. Yeah, I, I thought that at first too. I was like, oh, Nessie's going to get him. But mm-hmm. then he jumps out onto the land and it's a long neck. And I like how, how they're getting chased by this giant long neck dinosaur. And one of their strategies is to climb a half-broken tree and try to kick it away. Well, you know, visual effects. That was his strategy. (laughs) I'm getting chased by this giant dinosaur. Let me climb a tree so I'm closer to its mouth. Yeah. (laughs) But, um... So that whole sequence is kind of crazy. They're fighting and running from dinosaurs. King Kong is fighting. He gets in that epic fight with a t-rex right just epic i liked the tail movements yeah of the t-rex yeah yeah 
did you like when um did you like the scene where the where Kong was like the people were on the log trying to cross the log over the cliff and he was just like slowly rotating the log back and forth trying to shake them off of it. Yeah, and he actually did shake like all of them off of it. Too. And all their and then it shows their bodies falling and hitting the ground and they're they're obviously like rag dolls just like hitting the ground. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> it was entertaining. It was fun. <laughs> and then um Their screams were pretty horrendous. Like, every single one of them. Ah! um but of course um john was part of that grew crew but he uh he was able to sneak down in the little cave thing while they're still in the log and so he lived as everybody else died Mm -hmm. he continued on continues on this mission and we follow Kong into what we would assume is his home, his cave home. Takes her to the cliff, and then uh, where she starts getting attacked by a pterodactyl. Right. No, there's a snake first. And oh then yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. The snake in the cave first. The snake was so bad. What do you but... mean? Like the special effects? Yeah. One thing I liked about this movie though was watching the fights with the animals and. Particularly the T-Rex, like seeing that choreography um, and comparing it to the Peter Jackson version. Um, And that Peter Jackson version, that's always going to be my favorite King Kong movie, I think. I love that movie. But um, I liked just like comparing the fights that King Kong has in this movie with the ones that he has in that movie. Yeah, I think that the T Rex one, they actually like took some things from this and made it better. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, if you guys haven't seen the Peter Jackson King Kong, don't listen to what people say about it. Okay, just give it a chance. I love it. <laughs> what do people say about it, Anna? Nobody that I know likes it, but uh, a lot of my favorite movies are like that. I tend to like movies that people don't like for some reason. I mean, I think the movie got decent, a decent reception. It just, I don't, because he was just coming off of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So I think people were expecting just something a bit grander, you know, because he really kept. I thought it was really grand. Well, I mean, he kind of kept the intimacy of the original, right? And, um, but what one problem that a lot of people had was. They felt like they spent way too much time on the buildup, because like the first like two quarters of the movie, they're not even on the island yet. Right. So that movie's like. I like that about it. Though. I know. I'm just saying. A lot of people didn't. Or like that, that. That was part of the problem. A lot of people had with it was just the buildup to get there. I love it. it I love it. Long. I love it. I love anyway, it. Anyway. <laughs> um. So there's a T-Rex fight, and then um, the pterodactyl. He. Beats up the pterodactyl who tries to pick her up and fly off with her. And then um, and then this is where we get the scene where he's tickling her clothes off. Oh my gosh. That part was creepy. I was watching it just thinking, yeah, King Kong is a creep. <laughs> he's just like peeling her clothes off. And uh, oh, it's, it's hard to explain. He's poking her in the boob basically like three times. Tickle, tickle, tickle. She's like, ah! <laughs> and he's just like, keeps doing it. Well, no, wasn't she just silent? 
I thought that at this no, point... No, she, she was she was shrieking. I don't think she was. She was definitely struggling, at least. I don't think she was. She was struggling, Sean. I think she was passed out. No, she wasn't. When he started doing it, she was passed out. Yeah, but then she woke up and was like, what is he doing to yeah. me? Yeah. It was he was good. just trying to tickle her. Uh, it looked like rape to me a little bit. It was weird. Uh, There's no funny business going on. He's poking her in the boob. <laughs> you you got to think of it as like, like a kid playing with a doll. That's what it was like. Uh, Just a little tickle, tickle, I, tickle, tickle. I don't even want to respond <laughs> to that. I um, don't think that. Okay, no. Okay, that. okay, no. Actually, the tickling happened before the pterodactyl fight. Right? Because the yeah. pterodactyl is what distracts Kong, and then that's where John comes up and and attempts to save her, right? Right. He grabs her, and then instead of like going back through the cave, let's climb down this, this uh, random vine that's hanging off the edge of this, what appears to be a 100, 200 foot cliff, right? Right. What? I'm sorry. I'm just like so disturbed by. <laughs> I'm really disturbed by your doll comparison. <laughs> I, was, I mean, he's a big, he's a big ape. You know. I know. He's a big ape. It's like okay, fine. Okay, it's like. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe, I'm just gonna maybe, get maybe the doll. Talk about it more. Maybe let's the doll person no, is bad. Sh- please don't. Let's just. It would. There, there was nothing. I don't think there was any sexual thing in that. He was. He was like looking to see what the clothes were he didn't know what the clothing was that was foreign to him yeah you know he wasn't doing anything sexual to her i don't know it was weird it it, it definitely came off weird but i truly believe that the inten- the intention of that scene was that he was taking her like he was looking at her clothes because whenever he take off like he would almost like rip off a piece of her clothing and then he would it'd be in his finger and he'd just sit there and look at it for a second yeah. Like, he was more interested in the clothing he than was he like was He was, like, smelling her. it, too. Yeah. I just think that he was just trying to figure out what the hell it was. Yeah. You know, I don't think there was anything creepy going on or anything. It's just the way it appeared because of the special effects and the time. You know what I mean? I don't know. It was weird. But Can we move on yeah. now? <laughs> um, I was trying to move on. Yeah. But, um... I just had a look on my face and Sean had to say something. <laughs> Um, so they're going down this, they're going down the, the vine and then Kong notices this and start pulling them back up. And then, um, as they're about to get to the top, this is, I love when they were climbing down and she was like strapped onto his neck. Oh my God. And she was just like dangling in the air while he was like rapidly trying to climb down. Yeah, it was weird. It didn't seem like the best setup. No. No. But then they both end up just falling off. Anyway. Well, Kong was pulling them back up, so they yeah. they like kind of jumped off. Yeah, they like jump off, and, and I you thought see for two sh- Barbie dolls land in the water. I thought for sure they were gonna hit the rocks. You did. They came like a foot away from those rocks <laughs> when they fell into the water. No, I knew that they wouldn't, but I was like, I think my favorite scene was them in the water though after they landed in there. Yeah. Why? Yeah, I just thought it was very like. For this movie, that's a good shot. It kind of seemed like almost like one of the most real scenes. Yeah. With them swimming and like like well, most natural looking. 
it was funny because the the scene with them falling was so fake and then they land in the water and it's just like wow beautiful yeah, <laughs> yeah. so i think i like that uh cinematography of that shot the best and it, it did seem more real yeah, yeah for sure and then um he takes her john Factor. yeah john, john takes her back to the village mm-hmm. right and then um kong going after them and then kong goes ham on the village he goes ham he goes ham kong goes crazy he goes john ham Kong goes crazy destroying the village. Okay. <laughs> looking for her. And then uh, the director th- throws a little gas his way as they're trying to get on the boats. And uh, he passes out and then he teleports to New York City. Right. They don't even go on the boat. I'm pretty sure Kong was bigger than the boat. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> they got him there. They rigged something up to get him there. Yeah. Tie up all the. Yeah. Uh... They mention how he's going to be out for hours. Let's get him back to New York. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how long it would take just to like rig together something to carry him there? Yeah. Were they constantly just pumping him full of this gas? Like every couple hours maybe? Maybe they pumped him full of the gas and then carried him to New York like a balloon. <laughs> like a balloon? He's just floating through the air? Yeah, they just like strapped him to the I boat. don't think that they had a bunch of helium with them. <laughs> I don't think that's what the gas was. He never said what kind it was. <laughs> In the in the Peter Jackson version, it's chloroform. Uh, so, which makes more sense. Makes a lot more instead sense instead of just like. But it also doesn't make sense because wouldn't everybody else fall asleep too? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> We're not talking about the Peter Jackson one right now, okay? Um, yeah, but I love. I do love that one. And then this is where we get Kong, the eighth wonder of the world. Do 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 do. Yep. And then uh, sell out the auditorium, ten thousand dollars. Right, know. which back then was more like ten million. I don't think it was ten million, but it was a lot. It was a lot, but um, so they sell out the auditorium. Nobody saw this coming. Kong breaks out of the chains. Right, he gets mad about the cameras. He gets mad about the cameras, and then he also notices her too. I think. Yeah, and, and her, her, her husband. <laughs> Tippy yeah. has his arm around her. Mm-hmm. Kong's like, no, that's my piece. Don't you know they're getting married? Yep. Don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, so Kong breaks out and um, goes on the search for her. They run off while he's breaking out, and then uh, this they just work- like go back to their hotel. Yeah, they go back to their hotel and hang out. And I mean, granted, this is New York City, so there's not many hotel rooms there. I feel like I would just want to leave the city, but they don't do that. They just, like, go back to the hotel. <laughs> well, th- th- this is what I like. Um, so Kong just starts r- climbing up a random building, pulls a girl out the window, notices it's not not in, just tosses her down to the I think street. He, I think he followed their car there. The car crashes into the building. I don't think he knows what a car is. Like, I don't yeah. think he realized. Any, he might have. I, there might have been something I missed. I don't know. But. They definitely didn't specify how he knew. <laughs> and then he, he finds the one hotel room or apartment or whatever they're in in New York City, which makes sense. The right? sign on the building said hotel. Yeah, which Kong read. 
Right. Yeah, he knew <laughs> He's that. He's like, I'm sure that's where she's staying. If I know my lady, <laughs> that's where she'll be at. Mm-hmm. So uh, Kong goes climbing and uh, knows her in a window. And then their defense, this is a good defense. Me personally, I felt like this was the best move. <laughs> when Kong breaks through the glass, lay on the bed, panicked. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, some people might try to do the stupid move of trying to leave the room or something. But they were smart. <laughs> <laughs> John tried to break the chair over his hand. Well, he did break the chair over his he, hand. He broke the chair. Over, just didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. You know. And then, uh, and, no, first when John breaks the chair, he just falls to the ground passed out. Yeah, I, like I, for no reason. I think it's assumed that he got hit with Kong's fist, which is moving about a mile per hour. Maybe he just was really scared. Maybe. Maybe it was like, like a, you know, flight or fight situation where he, instead of running off, he just like, you know, when, when, when there's a bear attack, you know, just play dead. Not when a bear's attacking, just when there's a bear. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends what kind of bear. Some bears you want to play dead. You want to curl up on the wall and play dead. Some bears you want to puff up your chest with. Depends on the bear, the sex, and a number of different factors. The but bear sex? The sex of the bear. Oh. <laughs> whether it's female or male. Right. But um, in either case. How are you supposed to know that, though? I'm pretty sure, like, male bears have penises. <laughs> you think they're just sticking out all well, the time? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't hung out with a lot of bears, to be honest. But, like, female bears, you know, they... Like, like, like if you come across a bear with a cub, it's going to be a female bear. Well, yeah. Right? And they're going to be the ones that kill you. Right. They're the ones where you don't want to mess with them. You just want to play dead. Because, you should research this more. No, trust me. I know this. Okay. Trust me. I've done my my 1% research on this, okay? Right. In either case, I feel like we're going off topic here, Anna. We are way off topic. When she but, you know, bears lays in Kong. the bed and uh, waits for Kong to reach in slowly <laughs> and grab her, that was the best thing you could do in that situation, right? right. Do you agree? Uh, definitely. Yeah, I'm glad that we agree on this. You know what? I want to take a minute to say that there was a moment before the hotel scene where he derailed a train. He, he tore that up. And I've seen, I don't know where, but there were two scenes that I had seen before. And one was when he first comes back to wreck the, um, the natives uh home <laughs> when he first open comes through the doors when he breaks the doors down and comes in i've seen that shot before yeah and the other shot i had seen before is when he is wrecking the train and it was just i don't know what movie i saw it in but it was a quick shot of him like just seeing him wreck the train not seeing the people's reaction to it on the inside mm-hmm. yeah i've seen those before somewhere somewhere that's cool I thought it was cool. That scene, that scene uh, made me think of The Dark Knight. Why? Or Batman Begins. Batman Begins. Why? Well, because there's the whole uh, train, the whole train scene at the end with Rajah Ghul, and the the tracks are broken, and the train goes. Just that style of track getting destroyed just jogged Batman Begins in my head for some reason. 
That's fine. Completely random, but that's <laughs> fine. Who cares? Who cares about that? <laughs> <laughs> um, so he gets her, and then, you know, we lead to them climbing up the Empire State Building. You know, the famous Kong on the Empire State Building scene. Mm-hmm. With um, the airplanes flying around him, him swiping at them, mm-hmm. them just pumping him full of bullets. He only downed one plane. Yeah, and that's the plane in the poster. <laughs> 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 Which is not how it happened at all in the movie. Yeah, the way that they illustrated it. Um, <clears throat> the poster doesn't even, the poster looks way better than he does in the movie. Because in the movie, like, he didn't even really have fur is almost like plastic yeah the way you know some parts he looked way too smooth some parts you look they probably had different models yeah obviously so it just kind of depend on which model they use but you could obviously tell that some of them were different you know what it reminded me of what? rudolph yeah i mean they were probably done around the same time weren't they really when was the original rudolph man yeah i kept thinking about rudolph while we let were watching me, uh, it let me check my research here Rudolph? Oh, maybe I shouldn't have that. No, wait. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was in 1964. Yeah, that's way later. Way later. But he pretty much looks the same as the Yeti. (laughs) Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) The Yeti looked better. The Yeti did look better. (laughs) But it was also, you know, 1933, but it was also a, like... Hollywood movie production. Man, it took a long time for uh, special effects to kind of take a leap, right? Well, I mean... They use a claymation forever. Rudolph was... It was just claymation. That's all it was. Yeah, I think claymation took a long time. Yeah, stop Rudolph animation. Was, Rudolph is pretty good, though. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's not great, but... I mean, uh, it's enjoyable to watch, whereas this was kind of painful. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So the Empire State Building scene happens. They kill him. He's he's like, probably probably one of my favorite parts of the movie was him, like reacting to the bullet holes in his chest and stuff. Right. I know he's basically just like looking down for a long time and like grabbing at his chest. But what I liked about that is that was one of the parts where I felt like like the most um like i was feeling for him the most at that part right you know what i mean because he felt sorry for him yeah because he's looking at that and he's like he doesn't know what's happening you know he gets he gets taken to the city and he's you know he's caged up he breaks out Mm -hmm. you know to him he just wants he just wants his you know he just wants his his girl you know his his love his Barbie. Yeah, his his Barbie love. <laughs> That's all that he's focused about. And he's getting chained up and attacked and you know. Why'd you guys take my Barbie? Yeah, exactly. I'd be pissed too. <laughs> <laughs> and then the movie ends, Anna. It was beauty that killed the beast. Yeah. It wasn't the planes. Twas beauty killed the beast. Yep. As the, because the who was that the police chief or some random police guy? The planes got him. The planes killed him. <laughs> it wasn't the planes. It I was like beauty how, that killed the beast. I like how they're just like, well, here's that there monster you brought back into town. 
<laughs> we got him. We got him. Who cares that he killed a lot of people? Yeah, like, you're not in any trouble at all. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Now let me go off whistling off into the into the sunset. <laughs> um, and that's the movie. Yeah. Right? I want to add too before I forget that the sound effects drove me nuts the whole time. They used the same exact plane sound over and over and over and the same dinosaur sounds. The dinosaur is just like on repeat. It sounds like a child's toy and the kids like won't stop playing with it. Yeah. They're pretty repetitive. That's true. Yeah, that really poked me. Um, one note that I had about the movie was during some of the special effects, particularly after they kill or after they thought that they killed the Stegosaurus, and they're walking past it. How noticeable it was that they're just walking past a big screen? Yeah, that happened a lot. You know what I mean? It did happen Again, a lot. It's but the time. It, it's but also but just so, a nineteen Yeah, thing. So, but yeah. it was just kind of funny seeing that with how almost like sensitized we are to how great special effects are today you know yeah but um it definitely made me appreciate being alive right now i actually movies right now i actually thought that that they did a pretty good job uh relaying depth in most of the movie with the humans and the special effects they did and all that stuff the fact that there was basically like when I say Barbie, I mean Barbie. Like he basically had this like weird claymation toy thing for a lot of scenes with her, but um, it was pretty well done. It was enjoyable for some of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's that. That's the movie. Um. Let's see. What do we got? Let's check out some uh, trivia. How about that, Anna? Sure. Is this all the trivia I got? IMDb trivia. Um, according to the book, David O. Selznick's Hollywood by Ron Haver, costume designer Walter Plunkett, uh, later noteworthy for Gone with the Wind, worked uncredited on this film. Specifically, he designed the Beauty and the Beast costume that Andera wears while Carl Denham is filming her screen test. That's interesting. <clears throat> oh, here's one. We should put Gone with the Wind on our list. At some point. Have you seen it? Um, No. Good, because I think I may have <laughs> a really long time ago, but I don't um, For the time, 1933, it grossed $90,000 its opening weekend. The biggest opening ever at the time. Um... What? That's just, I mean, it's not surprising to me because it's King Kong and, like, it's such a great concept, but it just, it shows you how great this movie was back then. Yeah, I mean, it's it's still, I mean, it's still a good movie, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, for the time period. I would say if you're going to choose between watching this one and the Peter Jackson version, just watch the Peter Jackson version. Oh, I, actually, I think some people. I'm not not saying I would, but some people would disagree with you. I know. You know, that's just my opinion. Since some people, even after seeing Kong Skull Island, seeing every 
version of King Kong has come out. And people who weren't alive back then, you know, still mm-hmm. think that the first one, the original, is the best. Well, that's... So. Nah. Um, yeah. King Kong's roar was a lion's roar and a tiger's roar combined and run backwards, but more slowly. Oh, I kept hearing the lion. I knew it was a lion. <laughs> that's weird that it was run backwards, though. Um, when describing Kong to Fay Ray... Marion C. Cooper said, you'll have the tallest, darkest leading man in Hollywood. She thought it was Cary Grant. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The 18-inch model of King Kong was made from a metal mesh skeleton, a mixture of rubber and foam for the muscular structure and rabbit fur for his hair. Rabbit fur. Yeah. I just got a little rabbit fur. I hung it on the wall. It was kill humanely, uh, if that's possible. <laughs> it was obtained humanely. Anna. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna be quiet. But when, I have this okay. rabbit fur. When uh, when Faye Ray died on August eighth, two thousand four, the nineteen thirty three version of King Kong was playing on a television in the emergency room. It was only noticed after she actually died that Ray's most famous film was being shown on television. That's kind of ironic and sad. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I mean, she died in 2004, so she lived a long life, right? Hopefully, yeah. Well, I mean, she started yeah. in King Kong in 1933. So. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> The title character, King Kong, does not appear until nearly 47 minutes into the picture. Yeah, that sounds about right. Which is one thing the Peter Jackson movie did. And it's one thing they do a lot with these big monster movies like Godzilla and stuff. That's part of the reason why the newest Kong Skull Island, he was there from the get-go. You know, right Mm -hmm. from the beginning. Because they're like, that's the kind of typical thing that they do in the movies. And we're going to change that for this movie. Yeah, and I mean, that was the right decision for this new one. It definitely was really fun to watch for that reason. Yeah. And the effects on Kong, like Skull Island, are really good. So it was fun. It was fun to watch. There are some effects that I was like, eh, that's a little cheesy, but um, it's like they're doing it on purpose almost. Yeah. So, okay. Well, most, of them, most of it was pretty impressive. Yeah. Let's uh, do a couple more. Um... For the shots of the airplanes taking off from the strip at the end of the movie, the pilots would pay $10 each. <laughs> the old Abraham proverb uh, that opening that opens the film was actually written by director Marion C. Cooper. It's Arabian. Oh, my bad. Ara- the old Arabian proverb was written by the director. That's cool. And uh, last but not least, it was voted the 47th greatest film of all time by Entertainment Weekly. 47th? Yep. <laughs> you okay? That made Anna cough. Like, she choked. She couldn't believe what she just heard. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else do we got? Um, Here's a goof. You want to hear a goof? Some goofs in the movie. There's a lot of goofs in the movie. In the close-up of the... Yeah? 
in the close-ups of his face, King Kong has more teeth than he... I noticed this. When they show, like, his full body compared to the close-ups, like, he has a nice grill on the close-ups. Like, his teeth are, like, wide and they're, like, full. But when it's, like, a, a wide shot, when he's, like, fighting something or something, and you see his teeth, they're noticeably, like, jagged and, like, not much there. Like, he's missing teeth and stuff. Yeah. Um... You should read some reviews. Uh, I'll, I'll get there. Okay. Um. Now I'll, I'll go there now. Okay. For these reviews, I am going to uh, the Google Play Store for these reviews, just because they're generally shorter and easier to read. Um. This review is by Nick M. Who even hates this movie? It's not much of a horror film, more of an original funny monster film. Great movie, even though it has a dramatic ending. Five stars. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I love this film. It was on TMC yesterday. I remember seeing this as a kid in 1978, and I al- and I also Kong from 1976, and I love the 1933 version. And Willis O'Brien did good on the stop-motion King Kong. Five stars. <laughs> um, it was the best movie. I bought the movie. Five stars. We bought it, too. <laughs> Here's one. 2005 version better. One star. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the ones with comments are five stars. Was it really 2005? The Peter Jackson one, yeah. Wow. That's so long ago now. Um, uh, let's see. Let's see if I can find one more. The greatest classic I've ever seen. This is truly class. Okay. This is truly a classic. I've been waiting to watch this in like forever. They were also showing this movie in my theater, but I made it late. But anyway, this is a true classic. <laughs> One sentence. Five stars. <laughs> um, so that's, I mean, I think that's it, right? We hit everything that we hit. As far as uh, talking about Kong. King Kong, 1933. Well, what do you think about it in general? In general... Um, I, I mean, I enjoyed parts. I kind of got bored at parts. I had fun with it overall. Yeah, I agree. Do you have a favorite character? My favorite character? Um, not particularly. I know, I kind of hate everyone. There's really no, I mean, I didn't hate everyone, but there was really no characters that I really cared about. Anna's like a huge pushover in this. And... The actor, John, is really sexist. And my, my favorite character would be the Chinese man. I think I'm going to go with the director. I'm going to go with the Chinese man. Okay. <laughs> I think I'll go with the director he, because he has a vision. Dude, he's, dude, and he's kind of like, he comes off as creepy, but he's not a creep. Do you remember the scene where they're all getting on the boats with their guns? Like, they all have rifles and they're getting on the boats to go rescue Anne. And he runs up there and he's holding a butcher knife 
I didn't even notice. That's funny. <laughs> and they're like, "Wait, you're gonna bring a butcher knife?" They're like, "No, we don't need the cook to go with us." And he just walks off all like sad. I didn't even see that part. <laughs> How did I miss that? I don't know. But um, yeah, I let's see. Watching it now, but realizing the time it was made and all that kind of stuff, I will give it a. I'll give it a B minus on my scale. Oh man, I'm debating between two and three stars. I can't really Did you decide. Like it? I can't really decide whether I liked it or not. I think overall I didn't like it. Okay. Um, but I feel like if I were seeing it back then. At my same age, I would have loved it. Yeah. So that's why it's hard for me to decide. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to take it, like, I'll just give it two ratings. Right you, now, you, today, I didn't like it, so two stars. And back then, like, as a general overview, I'll give it three stars. So you could say two and a half stars. Yeah, two and a half stars. <laughs> There we go. That's a compromise. Let's. They don't let's, have that on Netflix. My, I do Netflix rating. Let's do let, let's do a compromise. Yeah. I mean, they do on Netflix. There's not everything's always a full star. <laughs> like when you're looking at the ratings, like a half a star might be filled out or something like that. Well, yeah, but that's because of average it's, votes. It's, it's, it's just a compromise. I'll say two and a half votes. Um, two and a half two votes. Two and a half votes. Two, two, two and a half stars <laughs> from Anna and a B minus from me. Would you recommend it to people? I would. You would? Yeah. Okay. I'd probably, you know, just say, hey, man. But I would tell them If you want to watch a classic uh, 1933 King Kong movie. If I was going to go out of my way to recommend a King Kong movie, it wouldn't be this one. It'd be the Peter Jackson one. (laughs) Not the 1977 version? But if somebody was asking me about this movie, I would tell them, like, yeah, if you like King Kong, you should definitely watch it. Anna, what about the 1976 version? I haven't seen that. Maybe we can watch that one again sometime. Maybe when they have a sequel of this King Kong, or the Kong Skull Island, if there's a sequel of that, then we could jump to the, the 76 version. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Um, so, yeah, that's it. That's it for that. Um, any um, Anything that you've watched or listened to, anything like that, that you want to shout out before we end this? Yeah, so we were thinking about doing this segment where we just kind of talk about things that we've seen recently, and I did want to mention, um, I keep forgetting, Captain Fantastic. We watched that last night, and it's been on my mind all day. It's a really good movie. and Starring Vito Morgison? Vigo. Vigo. Vigo Mortensen. V- Vito. Vigo Morgison. Vigo Morgison. You just said it wrong again. I know, my brain. Vigo Mortensen. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, that movie is incredible. Um, it's amazing. So I really enjoyed that one. We watched that. Anything else that you've been watching or anything? Uh, we've been catching up on New Girl. That's been fun. Yeah, we uh, we were into New Girl for like the first like three seasons, but we really didn't like the fourth season much. It kind of... 
got I don't know, we just didn't like it much, but then the fifth season really we felt like a pick back up and we've been watching that again. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I started watching Love again on Netflix, which I've been enjoying. I stopped watching it because it got a little uncomfortable for me. A little too heavy. A little too weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, the whole premise of that show is just messed up people, yeah. messed up situations, you know. But um, let's see. Let me think. Is there anything else that I've watched? I feel like I've watched a movie. Well, I watched Captain Fantastic with you, obviously. And I would also recommend that. Um, otherwise, I don't think I've really been watching much. Other than we've just been watching a bunch of New Girl. and mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I really have anything. That's okay. Um, I've, I've missed out on a couple of early screenings to go see like the new Power Rangers movie and stuff. So that's been awesome, missing out on those cool opportunities. He's being sarcastic. <laughs> um, but I honestly don't care about the new Power Rangers movie at all. Um, what else? I think that's it for me. I mean, I don't really have much, I guess. Oh, oh, we've been still watching Crashing, which we're loving. Yeah, we on HBO. are really enjoying that. If you want just like a fun comedy about comedy, it's really great. Yeah, P. Holmes. It's about, it's loosely based on P. Holmes' life as he's getting into stand-up comedy. Um, Where is that at to watch it? HBO. Gotcha. So however you want to watch it on HBO. And then um, I, I watched, Anna was out of town for a few days, and I watched Mike and Dave need wedding dates. And that was a pretty raunchy, kind of run-of-the-meal raunchy comedy. Nothing cool. Nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why I'm putting that on here. I just thought that that's the only other movie I've watched recently. <laughs> but I don't even think I'd recommend people watch it. So, <laughs> uh-huh. Sean's bad review face. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my bitter beer face. <laughs> um, so that's it, right? Yeah, Do we I have feel anything like, else? I feel like I'm tapped out. Let's think. Um, oh, we have to announce next week's next movie. week's movie. It was my turn to pick, so we're watching Rebecca. Uh, from 1940. Rebecca. And I'm really excited about it because uh, Rebecca is one of my very favorite books by Daphne Demari. Um, I mean, I wouldn't. I haven't read any other books of hers if she re- wrote any more, but um, I do love that book a lot, and I'm excited to watch. So it. Rebecca, like Anna said, 1940. It's uh, directed by Alfred Hitchcock. A self-conscious bride is tormented by the memory of her husband's dead first wife. It looks like the uh, they actually credited Daphne de Maurier on the. It it's it stars Laurence Olivier and uh, Joan Joan Fontaine. Is that right? Yeah. And yeah, I mean it's it's a very popular like movie. You know, it's an Alfred Hitchcock movie. I'm excited to watch it because I love the book. Um, so I checked, and you can actually watch this movie for free on YouTube. That's the only place I could find it. But it's obviously YouTube. Anybody could watch it. It's free. You know, you could stream it on any device. So, yeah. yeah. If you want to catch up with us on Rebecca next week, go ahead and do your homework and watch Rebecca. Wa- watch it. 
send us an email at class or classic at avdstudios.com and there you can write us maybe a short little if there's anything you want us to talk or about or anything any comments or anything you have on the movie if you say it, we'll we'll try to read it you know so yeah, we'll think about we're, it we're, we're trying to get that we're trying to get a segment like that going you know hopefully we get our um listener base up a bit and people start responding to that which would be cool but we're going to keep doing this whether people are listening or not so yeah we don't care about you fools <laughs> well i mean we <laughs> we watch a movie we talk about it so it's like why not record it yeah you know and then um this way too i mean we're we talked about wanting to watch more classic movies, so that's kind of the whole point of us doing this. So. Yeah, and I think us trading off is nice too. Yeah. Um. So next week, Rebecca, YouTube, 1940. You probably just type in Rebecca 1940 in YouTube. And um, I think that's it. Yep. Anna out. Bye. <laughs>